Live from Live Aid 4, the search for Bob Geldof's gold. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Do you want to break free? It's a solemn day here at Vocal Minority Towers as we mark the anniversary of the passing of the man that did more for this show than Bruce Arena and Adrian Heath combined. St. Freddie of Mercury, patron saint of mustaches and podcast bumper music. No time to be under pressure, though. Here to rock you this week, resplendent in a full-length cape and crown, is Duncan D. Fletcher. Hello. You really are resplendent. Yes, I try. Flashing us, ah, from across the table, it's Kristen Knowles. Hello. And vacuuming the studio in a leather miniskirt, I'm your host this week, Tony Walsh. Now, on to some podcast gaga. All we hear is podcast gaga. Podcast gaga. Podcast gaga. All we hear is podcast gaga. Podcast gaga. Podcast What's new? Podcast We are the champions of the world, is something none of us will hear from the Canadian national team in our lifetime. Aww. Yay. Face it. But that doesn't stop them from giving it the old college try, now does it? After a heroic victory on the hallowed carpet of BC Place against Fuck Honduras, the Canadian grass hockey team headed down to the centrist Americas for a date with El Salvador. Ooh. So it was a nil-nil stalemate in El Salvador with... What many said were the El Salvador B team, or M Salvador, as we refer to them. Mm-hmm. Go El Salvador! <laughs> <laughs> so after the high of beating Honduras, many fans eh, saw this as a bit of a letdown and a lost opportunity. So do you agree with that to start with, or do you think it's a good result? Re- uh, on, on the face of it, it, it is a good result. It's as much as we ever sort of hope from this. A point on the road against a CONCACAF country, that sort of thing is generally a good thing. You know, no goals against, clean sheet is always nice. But knowing how undermanned El Salvador was and how they played against Honduras, which was not terrible, which is a pretty solid game. I don't know, it just feels like, it feels like lost points. And whether that's just us being overly optimistic and hopeful and we want more, we expect more from this team based on you know, one game. It's hard to say, but I was I was disappointed. I felt like that was something that we're going to look back on and go, oh, yeah, if only we'd gotten a goal in that game. I don't mm-hmm. know, Duncan? Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. I mean, it's very much like the uh, going back to the 2014 cycle, the 0-0 draw at home against Honduras. In itself, not a terrible result for Canada, but that's the one everyone kind of looks back and says, yeah, that's where it went wrong. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's a good result for Canada as a whole. Yes, El Salvador were a bit undermanned, but you know they're still not. It wasn't like they were putting out uh, under 15s team or anything. It was still a, you know, they had to go out and get a result, and in a way they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically the whole. If you look at it as optimistically thinking Canada can actually get out of the group, then that was an opportunity to actually get three points that they kind of pissed away. Uh, in a way, you know, I think maybe even just like the second half, you can come out and right, this game's there for the taking, actually go for it. You know, for Canada, yeah, right, not a bad result for a team that you think can qualify for the next round. Mm, not a good result. I think for most of us before the Honduras match, if you said four points from these two matches, mm-hmm. majority would take it no matter Absolutely. how it would come. Uh, the Honduras result was maybe a little more than maybe many people would have bet upon. A lot of people would have taken it the other way around, knowing what El Salvador was going to put out there. But I guess it, you can't really judge it till the whole phase is done, really. Yeah, you could look back at it like in 2014, so oh, that was a match where... This is your job to judge things, Walsh. Fine. Then I'm okay with it. I'll say, offer an opinion, Excellent. damn you. Um, no, but you're okay you know, with the result? Are you all right? No, no, you know what? If they would have gone for it and, and slipped up in El Salvador, then would have been 
you know, oh, the knives would have been out. It would have been this disaster that they screwed up by pushing too hard in Central America when you could have just gone and played for the draw and you get your wins at home. I know we got Mexico, you know, to come and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think I think four points is right now from two matches quite good. Uh, question marks on, I guess, goals for rather than goals against that we'll speak about in a minute. But I don't know. I would have taken that for sure for from two matches. And then that's really how they go on from here. If they don't slip up, then you'll probably look back at this and say, oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay to go there conservative. Really hoping that they play a, a friendly or two between now and... I hope they play three. And the next. <laughs> well, but it, it's, a, it's a fairly long layoff in between... You know the mm-hmm. the games for this group. So yeah, it will be a January international break. Who will they point? play? Let's play. Let's play. Burundi, <laughs> um, South Korea, Ooh, for no reason. Sure, why not? And Estonia. I was going to go Romania, but that's oh, good. Okay, no, Estonia. <laughs> Estonia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Nice. Nice the Estonians. Mm. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> oh yeah, shit! Right? I forgot your hate on about yeah. them. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'll be fired up to... Your anti-Talon viewpoints. It's true. So we mentioned the goals. uh, The crazy little thing called goals. Eh? Eh? Mm. Um, So four points from two matches with the got, but only one goal in 180 minutes of play this round. uh, Do we think their lack of firepower will end up being that Achilles heel for them? Or do you think there's signs there that, you know, they could improve upon their offensive output with some of the new players they've introduced i think i think there was signs that you know there was a little creativity there it's more in the honduras match there was creativity there where more goals could have come you know with a little bit of opportunity it i fear that they'll rely on being that one nil team a little or trying to be that one nil team a little too much Probably. Um, yeah, I think it is going to be what brings us down, if anything. I think defensively, you know, we look okay. We have looked okay most of the time. Even like the Gold Cup, when it, well, that was kind of crap. The defense was good, at least. Um, I predict we will end up with three goals out of the six games. And then it's just a case of, you know, hopefully... That they're spread the, out. The, the, the timing works out, and the games where we do score, we don't let goals in. And so, not that the next match is a three-two loss. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we're done. Oh, that, no, that wouldn't be good. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to struggle for goals. We, we just are. Uh, hopefully, you know, as Hoylet comes in, and then maybe Larin and Akindeli, maybe others develop their game. We might get better at goal scoring, but for now, that's that's not our game. So. Let's hope for some nil-nils and one-nils and all that and That's see a, where that takes us. It seems a shame to me. It yeah. seems almost like self-defeatist in a way. It seems like there's a capability but there to Canada's score some game. goals. Like Canada's, you never look at, you, when was the last time you looked at a Canadian squad and thought, this is a squad that is going to put goals in the net? Well, I th- looking at and even this, with this side, one, this, I, I, this side seems to have potential to at least like If they get a chance to play more. together a bit more and... Mm. You know, this core, you know, these people get to play a, many, many games, not just, hey, good for coming out for the fall. Thanks. Well, they're going to Burundi. They're going, I'm totally going to Burundi. Um, Estonia, I don't know. But I think that, yeah, like you mentioned Hoylet and Laren and Akindeli and whether Atiba can, you know, Atiba can work with that. And then there's a couple other players that were injured and haven't played with the team for a while. Do they come back and get to be part of that? Or do we... Osorio. Osorio, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's been known there's, to score a goal or two. this our field guy who seems interested now, apparently. Exactly. So, EPL experience and everything. I, so there, there is... I feel like right now there's more potential than there has been for quite some time. But it's just... I'm not unhappy about it in as long as they stay defensively sound. But it will come back in and get them if they don't find a way to do more than just eke out points, of course. So, on the flip side to the offensive, 180 minutes of no goals, yeah. which mm-hmm. is nothing to sneeze at. No. Um, you know, it's kind of rarefied air against the likes of Honduras and El Salvador, no matter what El Salvador right now. Um, can they grind their way into the hex? 
Hopefully, but probably not. I mean, you look at the again going back to the last cycle. Yeah, we got a clean sheet against Honduras at home, Panama at home, Cuba both ways, and then mm, just Cuba both little, ways. Yes, we only had two goals in Panama. It's like through the first five games, we were very defensively solid. Then and then, you know, we obviously shot the bed, and that kind of solidified perhaps unfair impressions of how we were under Stephen Hart. I can't imagine that sort of thing happening again to that big of an extent, but I guess we'll see what happens when we play Mexico and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be fairly confident we're a reasonably defensively solid team um, that is probably better under pressure than it was before. Under pressure? So we can avoid the, uh, the, the giant collapses. Well, that's sort of what you're saying. Like, they're much better. Like, they're just so much more calm out the back. Yeah, they're not a bunch of midges with cocaine on their head. No, exactly. Because who is? <laughs> but, no, that's the thing that stands out for me is the fact that they've been fairly impressive defensively for, for them and solid for a little while now. But just the calmness coming out the <laughs> from the back. Okay. Can you look at both of you right now? Um, I'm just going to look at my notes. No, I, I was really Just impressed by the fact... Just down at the floor. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> you see a midget with cocaine on its head. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bowl really, of cocaine. <laughs> well, yeah. where'd that bowl go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Um, no, it's, it's surprising to me that they played two games where I didn't get a sense that they were panicking. And mm-hmm. I'm used to watching Canada panic at the back. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, crap, let's just start doing this and not... You know, calmly thinking their way out of things. And there was times when I was like, why are you calmly passing that ball? When I felt they were under a lot of pressure and I was concerned. But they Uh handled it pretty well. And I don't know. I think it's a nice sort of change to see solid defensively potential grow into, you know, some more points and get out of this stupid group that we hate. And you didn't even mean to say under pressure there and you still did. I know. I can't help myself. Vanilla ice. So, Floro, do mm. we think he got this one right in the El Salvador setup? The, if you, for lack of a better term, the conservative, you know, way they played against them, or do you think he's stuck in that kind of, uh, you know, he's a European club manager for quite a while that, you know, win at home, get a draw away, kind of thing, and then just qualify and go from there. Um, he might be. I mean, I think everyone would take just qualifying. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's terrible, kind of terrible Nike slogan, by the way. <laughs> just qualify. Just <laughs> do it. Yeah. It's all about the emphasis. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, it may well be a case that he's looking at that, and it's not entirely wrong, I don't no. think. I mean, I definitely agree, at least start the game in El Salvador that way, see how it goes. and But then, yeah, surely by half time you can be seeing, all right, this this game's there for the taking. We can win this. Yes, and perhaps that that's a thing. The give it a go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with the substitutions, I guess, with kind of like bringing Edgar on, like pushing a Tibor up front is... Yeah, well, not fully up front, but towards the upper side of the midfield uh, is maybe a little bit going for it, but, you know, just mm, give it that little more and, yeah, I kind of feel opportunity wasted. Yeah, I wonder if it was still a, a conservative nature born of these are still kind of new, the players are kind of new to one another. Um, and it wasn't his 100% optimal squad, but it's kind of, you know, people... It's football people get injured people have other commitments but I think I don't know I wasn't as frustrated with this these two games it's, again it's only two games but mm. you know you look at the gold cup and then you look at this and it feels at least a lot more thought out like I feel I can you can sort of see the plan as opposed to gold club where it was like yeah. um what exactly that is seemed the plan? chaotic yeah it, it yeah. seemed very we really have no idea what we're doing. We're just going to throw people out there and hope they do things. Mm. Mm-hmm. This feels we're defending, and uh, we'll see what happens on the other side of the pitch. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Uh, who'd have thunk it? But this feels a little more, at least, mm-hmm. there's something resembling a plan and something that they are looking ahead going, okay, so we did this and we did this, and now this is the next step. So I'm not not mad at him. He can stay for now, anyway. What about sure. his son? I don't know. 
son's kind of an, his son really annoys me, quite frankly. I don't like his existence in the program. So before we leave this round of Canadian Russia 2018 qualifiers, Woo-hoo. one best thing and one worst thing about Canada through two games. Best thing? They looked pretty good. Like, they looked like they belong. Vague. Worst thing? Lack of goals. <laughs> what? Lack of goals. Lack of goals. Uh, a little more on point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're rating my opinions <laughs> apparently i was here to judge <laughs> yes we are all here to judge forgot right about now. that i forget that in the subtext <laughs> um yeah best thing i think obviously you know, clean sheets and uh worst things the no goals that you can kind of tie it all into the uh the midfield really i'd put as the best thing there's something like mm. johnson de guzman hutchinson the three of them you know looked very good out there mm-hmm. uh really but uh you know, and at the same time, the formation as a whole, is it really set up to really go for it and try and get goals? Maybe not so much. Maybe that's for the best. But mm. For me, the worst thing, I think, was what I alluded to before, maybe not squeezing the most out of potential. Uh, but the best thing for me was the uh, the dark arts, the conca calfing. Mm, that was very it. positive, yep. For me, I like that. Mm-hmm. You gotta, hey, you're going to get out of conca calf. You play by conca calf rules. It's CONCACAF Town. I've been waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to do it for you, and I yeah, thought, no, no. Uh, another worst thing, be in sports, deciding, okay, oh, you know, geez, fair enough, you have to wait Christ. until the end of the U.S. Mm. game, sure. But then... You know, the commercial you, You're, you're going to have seven or eight minutes of commercials rather than go to the next game. Come on. Hey. I'm paying... For goodness. $15 a month for this now. But you so, goddamn knew when the El Clasico was on. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. you ungrateful bastard. Yeah, I was, I was confused yes, we, we for got to watch the entire game with the No Classico yeah. advert superimposed over it. Money Fantastic. worth yes. spending? Mm. Yeah. Something like Very that. Annoying. Beans. Beans, yes. Not magical at A funny little monotone thing floating around the internet today is uh, an interview that local manly man and TFC captain Michael Bradley gave to Italian sports daily paper La Gazzetta dello Sport. Ooh, wow. That's how you say it. Mm. It's pink. Ooh. While the original interview was in Italian, the clunky English translation exists online for all our reading joy. In his magical voice with some VMP translation thrown in, here is Michael Bradley speaks to Italians. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley speaks frequently with Jovinko in Italian. I have more nostalgia for your country than he does. That is a spicy meatball. I'm Michael Bradley. Wow. Hmm. Wow, well, okay. That's, 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 that's engaging. Like, that was... Se- Seba hates Italy. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. apparently yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what I got from that. Seba has no right. nostalgia for no you. No nostalgia. Ever, no. He was only there a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll be back a little later on with more Michael Bradley Speaks oh, okay. Italian. Oh, I'm looking Ooh. forward to that. But first, MLS is back. Woo-hoo. And while it's not the Fat Bottom Girl Finals, it was the first leg of the conference finals this past weekend. With the news of the world on all the action here, with his kind of magic, is a prince of the universe, Duncan Fletcher. With this week's MLS Wins and Losses, Conference Final First Leg Edition. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're a killer queen. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yes, so uh, first legs, they're dull, dreary affairs, generally cagey and lacking the desperation that can lead to any excitement, and oh, never mind Columbus have scored already. Uh, yeah, things got off to a quick start, as from the kickoff, crew hoofed it forward, Kamara went ahead, eventually the ball broke to Justin Merriman, who knocked it home to make it 1-0 within 10 seconds against the Red Bulls. Uh, Dex McCarty wasn't impressed. Oh, it's embarrassing. Defending. Schoolyard stuff. Bah! Whereas Will Trapp could barely contain his excitement even after the game. Bah! It's Will Trapp! You almost don't believe it. It's like, oh wow, it's that quick. And then excitement takes over and you want to play more. You're so prepared for it. And to be a cagey playoff game. Then it opens up in nine seconds and they're flustered. 
You're a little flustered. And it goes haywire there for ten minutes. Turn those Star Destroyers around. It's Wheel Trap. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. That's uncanny. It sounds just like it. It's got to get tiring having to say that after every, before and after every interview. Like, wow. That's a thing. Yeah, I guess so. It's marketing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's his, uh, that's his gimmick. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, Anyway, despite the hair wiring that uh, Will Trapp's talking about there, that's the uh, 1-0. That's the way it stayed, despite a few chances at both ends, until late on when Cedric Mabwati made an entertaining run into the box. Past a couple of players, his shot was saved, but only right to the feet of Kamara. Yada two out. He scored to make it 2-0. Uh, advantage Columbus and so it was on to Portland though of course not before we had to see the ending of the Edmonton Calgary CFL game and all the post game interviews and trophy raising rather than the first 10 minutes of the game Uh, thankfully Jesse Gonzalez made a couple of saves to keep it 0-0 before we could watch uh, again, no cagey first leg as despite some pre-game talk from Caleb Porter and co of Pragmatism, Poland really went for it, uh, trying to score goals at home. And Mark Hinkley's FC Dallas, uh, they're always a good counter-attacking team, so this was fun. Mm. Poland did score first. Uh, one at Lippert halftime through a Liam Ridgewell goal, bundling home a flicked on header from a corner. Uh, it was 2-0 when Dyron Espria hit a swerving shot from about 30 yards out that completely wrong-footed Gonzalez. Uh, hell of a goal, really. David Taxera got one back, the crucial away goal. But Portland wanted more, so they brought on Max Ruti, and he almost scored right on 90 minutes uh, as another corner would head towards goal. Uh, he was just beaten to the tap in, though, but uh, fortunately it was by Nat Borchers, who ended up getting the goal to make it 3-1, well, and uh, advantage Timbers there. Uh, beyond the playoffs, it is, of course, award season in MLS. Luis Robles got goalie of the year. Uh, Q much complaining about East Coast bias from everyone in Vancouver. Uh, Jesse Mask, Coach of the Year. Jovinko got Newcomer of the Year, but we knew that. Uh, Tim Melia got Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, the same Tim Melia, who was very confused to be even nominated, saying a couple of weeks back, Yeah, your Comeback of the Year thing embarrasses me. I don't know what I came back from. It's a good point, really. He yeah. didn't really come back from anything. He just he wasn't even there in the first place. Lupus? Maybe. He was, he was just Vacation? Like, yeah. It's like, you know, if Knopka had had a good end to the season, he could have got it. Mm. That's all Millie did. Just, he wasn't anywhere. It's not like he came back. Good philosoph- philosophical argument. Mm. It's if like a if, a, if a keeper falls, falls in, in the goal mouth right. and no one's there to see it and he comes back from it. Does it win an award? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's science. Uh-huh. Um, meanwhile, there was a momentarily exciting notification of a fire coach announcement on Tuesday morning, but it turned out to be the Chicago Fire. Oh, man. Uh, announcing they've hired Velchko Pavanovic, a young manager who most recently won the Under-20 World Cup with Serbia. Uh, not to worry about the foreign coach thing, though. He played part of the 2011 season with Philadelphia, so no worries about him adapting at all. A lot of fights right there. Yes. Uh, anyway, definitely an, an interesting gamble by the fire there, I think. Uh, it should be interesting to watch. Uh, anyway, that would be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You're my best friend. Aww, Kristen. Can't help it. And now, more Michael Bradley speaks to Italians. I'm Michael Bradley, and I have never made choices tied to money. I love soccer. Michael Bradley's family follows Michael Bradley wherever he goes. Forget about it, Michael Bradley. Wow. Wow. All right, that's, that's it was a, a hard-hitting interview. Yeah. Yeah. I do like players that don't like money. It's just all about the respect. Mm-hmm. Respect has to come in the form of money, but it's all about respect. I love soccer. Game, you know? Yes. Yeah. Loves soccer. Mm. And, but does he love soccer more than his family? They follow Whatever. Him they him. follow him wherever yeah. he goes. Yeah. Soccer won't follow him wherever he goes. That's a good point. His family? Yeah. Mm. No worrying about them. They follow the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works out. Those bastards. <laughs> Toronto FC may be a distant memory in the annals of MLS 2015, Uh but there's always a few nuggets from the BMO Field pan floating around. 
Remember Doniel Henry? Remember that guy? Yeah. Remember this? He's uh, gone back on loan to Blackburn Rovers. Nice. Good. Yeah, good, good move, him. we assume, if he gets time. Yeah, I don't think well, he was getting time at West Ham. No. Was that was never going to happen no, right now. No, so, no. yeah, got so on to Blackburn. doesn't get hurt again. Yeah, I mean, that would be good. Mm-hmm. So, would we assume if he gets minutes and plays solidly, we might see him in the next rotation of Canada? You would hope so. I would hope so, yeah. That's, I, I think that's... I, I want to believe that that's the expectation because uh, children are our future. They are. Teach them well. Not really a child anymore. He's not that He's a property still. owner in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old's Daniel? He's like... 22, I yeah, think. Yeah, he's not. Old enough, old enough to own Cypriot property. <laughs> yes. I think it's yes. a kebab shop. <laughs> he's a property magnate. No, I was going to say like a kebab and, uh, stand. Yeah. You know, he's got like... I think it needs to be like... Six square feet. Concrete... Foundation. Oh, maybe oh, it's like poured into the. So it's not. It's not. A, I hope it's like a, a faulty towers esque hotel. It <laughs> <Yes>. would <laughs> be entertaining. Yeah. Um, now that the Italian press have three clubs: TFC, Montreal, and NYCFC that they have heard of, <laughs> all rumors from Europe's sexy knee-high boot seems to land on our doorstep. Excellent. This week's was manager Walter Mazzari kicking Greg Vanny to the curb. Denied quickly by President Manly Manning, but uh, any smoke to the fire, you think? Maybe not Mazzari himself, but, but that, that, you know, the, the question of Toronto being open to changing managers is out there? Or is this just... After all the declarations agent of, talk. you know, Greg Vanny being Jason Christ 2.0 and he just needs time to mm-hmm. grow and look how Jason Christ turned out, surely Greg Vanny can do this and he has my full support? That's just science. It's clearly mm-hmm. science. I, yeah. I, I saw the yeah. formulas myself, but mm-hmm. I, I do. I agree with you. I do think if they've skipped over Christ, then no one's coming in. Yeah, I mean, they may be sort of yeah. looking yeah. around and trying to see who might be available if things go wrong and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I would suggest this report is more than likely uh, an agent uh, looking to get his. Uh, not his player, his manager, some news. And hey, yeah, TFC's a name that people in Italy have kind of heard of, so we'll link him to him and uh, yeah, mm. yeah, this, see, what this see what comes out of the woodwork. This might sound yeah. plausible. Um, but yeah, hopefully uh, there is some kind of fire to the smoke that, you know, they're not just, you know, there is uh, at least, very least, some contingency planning going on uh, around Greg Vanny, but, uh, but surely that's not named I, Robin Fraser. No, but surely I don't yes. think. I, surely I don't think if they didn't go for Christ, if anyone, if Manning was going to pull the trigger, it would have been with Christ, his guy from Salt Lake. Maybe Christ didn't want it. No, oh, that's true. No, oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we we will see, but yeah, I'm, I'm still hoping for the big sort of out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, thing like we got with Ryan Nelson. That'd be fun. Edgar Davids. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That would be out of nowhere. Mm. <laughs> Barnett? Is he still at Barnett? I don't, I don't think know. he is anymore. <laughs> he kept getting kicked off the touchline for being a bastard. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back John Carver. What? He wants to come back. I've heard. Yeah. Mm. After being the best manager in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's got EPL experience yeah. now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now's yeah. the time. So last bit of TFC tidbittery, uh, as mentioned. Uh, there's more hardware that's the same height as the man himself as Super Seba Jovinko claimed MLS Newcomer of the Year Huzzah! on the heels of the Golden Boot. Mm-hmm. What other awards should we see Seba win before this season's up? He's going to be the Tiny Talent Time Grand Champion. Oh, Bill Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's prestigious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Grand champion, grand too. Ch- oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. He no, goes, not just any champion. No, no. He's the grand champion. He goes to the thing at the arena in Los Angeles exactly. where they sweep the leg. Exactly. Mm. Don't give away his moves. <laughs> he'd, he'd be the good guy, surely. He's the Johnny of Tiny's Hallentime? Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> I just assume. Oh. Mm. But that would mean... Actually, Greg Vanny kind of does look like Martin Cove. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. For it's those all, of you who all. don't know who Martin Cove is, he was the evil sensei at Cobra Kai. Look him up. Sweet also on Cagney and Lacey. Yes. Yeah. Ah, mm. Fun. Mm. Mm. I think he wore a denim vest. Ooh. On Cagney sexy. and Lacey, not in Karate mm-hmm. Kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Duncan? I don't Anything know. he wants? Um, you think Seba should win? <laughs> Eventually, yes. But so you go first. I would say uh, the tiniest Big Eel Award. Ah, 
he's the he's the, he's truly the big bloody heel, but without the big part. Mm-hmm. But big, but not big. If Metaphorically, you, yeah, if you get he's what I mean. Big. If you get what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go with he should win a uh, best neck eyeball tattoo. It's a very narrow category because, you know, there's a lot of great neck tattoos. There's a lot of great eyeball tattoos. But, you know, you've got to be on neck and eyeball from uh, International Tattoo Monthly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, Yes. And this is the, the yearly award, not just ITM the ITM don't award. give awards to anyone. No, no. They're a serious publication. It's true. Yeah. Mm. It's true. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm at seven. <laughs> and now more Michael Bradley speaks to Italians. It's me, Michael Bradley. We Americans, like Michael Bradley, pay for a lack of traditions in our soccer. There is a little prejudice in our dealings, but a boom. But it is a mistake that was immediately taken into account since champions like Michael Bradley from Europe come to play in MLS, but a bing. I'm Michael Bradley. Wow, he really he's he's really got the Italian down. He just, did just really, like the, uh, the he did really pick up the culture. Yeah, yeah. just the, the the phrases, the, mm-hmm. the mannerisms there, and everything. It's wow. Yeah, wow. he's he fits right in. Man of the world, manly man of the world. Yes, international manly man of manliness. Indeed, not of mystery. No, there's no mystery there. That's true. The only mystery is where in the midfield is he playing next match? Wherever he wants. <laughs> that is no mystery. Indeed. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks. <laughs> Call boom, Danny Cliff. Blankety blank, blankety blank, boom, boom, bang, bang. Over to Chris Knowles at the Bitchy Blank desk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Oh, it's mine. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Last week's Bitchy Blank was TFC will win the offseason by blank. Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? 47%. Wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's like a bunch of increases all at once. Mm-hmm. That's good. Wow. It's quite the win. Winners! Gagnon! <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll go with they will win the off-season by releasing Robbie Finley. That's all I ask, TFC. Oh, wow. It's on December 7th, whatever it is, when it is you know, the official day you announce the people you're letting go. Just put Robbie Finley on that list. I don't care who else. Just put Robbie Finley on there. And boom, champions. I will proclaim it loudly. That's like, I'm sorry, I'm just mesmer- I'm just off in a far land imagining that because that would be so brilliant I'm imagining the Finley rewarded with hefty new contract <laughs> headline instead mm-hmm. uh, TFC will win the off season by signing only defenders but then leaving them on the bench because that's a win for TFC but this week's winner is Bill Alt at Bill Alt on the Twitters TFC will win the off season by hiring the grounds crew from Wembley Mm, I hear good things. I've heard so many <laughs> oh, good yes. apologized by people. Wembley does it. Wembley does it. Nothing nope. ever went wrong with New Wembley. No. 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 I love that club that plays there every week, too. Oh, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Constantly. Mm-hmm. They're just my favorite. Yep. Team. Wembley Wembleton's. Rovers. <laughs> Wembleyton. <laughs> AFC Wembleyton. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Come on, they're a classic club. Mm. Anyway, mm, mm. thank you, Bill, for your uh, response. Thank you, Bill. Yes. Seems like the thing to do. This week's bitchy blank is, never mind Walter Mazzari, TFC's next manager will be blank. Also fired. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> Tony, what are you doing? Seriously. Put that in your pocket, you exactly. bastard. What is wrong with you? Fool. <laughs> well, you fool. As always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as it suits you. Play as often as you like, but do get us those answers by 5 p.m. on Monday. Thank you. And now, Michael Bradley speaks to Italians. This is Michael Bradley. Whoever thinks that coming to MLS to go into retirement is mistaken. Hot da pizza pie. The champions like Michael Bradley bring visibility and interest in their names, like Michael Bradley, is not enough to play. Pepperoni. Pirlo, technically, is beyond discussion. 
His plays are always a show. Forza Roma. Forza Michael Bradley. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hard hitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm learning a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah I feel like I understand I f- him so much more now. Yeah, I like the part about the hot pizza pie. Yes, yeah. I feel like I, I could go to Italy and order that. They're, they're, they'd they'd right be very in. impressed. Yeah. 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 yeah you'd, at least you wouldn't be hungry. Mm-hmm. Hot the deep dish. Uh, pizza oh, pie. they love the deep dish in Italy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that'll go over so I've heard. National dish, you know. In, yes. in uh, Nueva Chicago. Yes. <laughs> I think that's in Argentina. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of Italians in Argentina. <laughs> okay. And Nazis. One, one and the same. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one of them changed their mind. <laughs> Benito, is that you? As Queen never sang, it's the final countdown. Do 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 do. And it's finally coming. Do 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 do. That's right, the vocal minority is set to rank every TFC player who played a minute during this historic, record-breaking, and historic season. Your favorite characters from the VMP, a selection of volunteer TFC supporters, and various unwell wishes from around North America will rank and comment on every one of your reds starting this week, only on vocalminority.ca. Check in regularly as we carve this historic club from 27 down to 1. Did I mention it's historic this year? I, I thought you were going to say we going to carve them to bits, because that really seems like us. Hmm. Well, we'll I don't think we, we carve goes. all of them to bits. Well, that's true. There'll be some... The carving... Eh, okay. Yeah. Some will be gently, gently shaved. <laughs> Once we get to the top six, mm. then, you know, it'll be uh, yeah. a little nicer. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. just a little shading yeah. under the chin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. More, more stylized, as uh-huh. opposed to... Yeah. It's down in the 20s where we're lopping off their bits. Mm. I can't wait to see who ranks Seba... At not number one. Surely it's happened. <coughs> <laughs> Seven hater. I mean, what? I need someone to love. I got no rhythm. I just keep losing my beat. You just keep losing. I'm losing. I'm alright. He's alright. He's alright. Yeah, no yeah. I just gotta get out of this prison cell. Speaking of judging from our almighty thrones in the supporter heavens, we continue the postseason postmortem. Don't stop us. Don't stop us now as we rank the dastardly defense of TFC. Oh, I was having a good time. No, well. Such a good time. (laughs) I was having a ball. Not a bowl. No. Not a midget bowl of (laughs) cocaine. No, not cocaine from a bowl held by a midget. No. No naked mud wrestler elevator attendance. No. Okay. No. Kristen is writhing in a bath of liver, but, you know. Well, you know, yeah, well, as I, uh, that's it's, like it's a Tuesday. weekly. <laughs> exactly. We don't normally record on this day. It's not my fault. <laughs> Liver bath. I Let's need, start a with a young gentleman with a terrible haircut who had the world as his oyster seemingly last year. But this year, not so much. Nick Nicholas Hagland. I gave him a D. Yeah. Not because... Mm-hmm. He barely played, and I don't know. It's it's Nick Hagel. I just I can't I can't give him anything else. I don't know what else to do. I'm mm, just that's okay. I feel I gave him a D as well. Okay, I feel, so I feel, feel like okay. I'm being mean to him. <laughs> so you're not his mom. It's all right. It's true. Um, I went with C minus. Oh, um, Mister you know, Sunshine. Yes, again, so you know, it's positive. not entirely his fault. That well, no, maybe it is. I mean, we were desperate for defense. If Vanny was. A, never going to turn to Haglund. Maybe there was a reason for that. But, um, yeah, I don't really remember much of what Haglund did throughout the year. I do remember that one game against Dallas where we tried him at right back and he did. He was in a season of terrible right backs. He was probably the worst. Again, not really his fault because, much like all the other terrible right backs, he's not a right back. He's not a right back. <laughs> we need a game show. <laughs> the whole audience says that. Right back or center back? <laughs> he's 
has spoken. Not a right back. Next contestant. <laughs> Next contestant, Colin Warner. He's not a right back. Hey. Fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a great show. Long running. This could be long Oh, it's got a good seven seasons in it. Yeah. Wink Martindale. Is he alive? Sure. Sure. In our world, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, C minus. You know, I I would like to see him back with more time next year. Mm. But you know, whatevs. Whoa! Mm. You've gotten a lot more street lately, Doc. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. The the street in horse houses never seen so much action. <laughs> Speaking of people who are most likely be back back next year, based on how. Tremendously popular he was in the back rooms. Le Note Malaise himself, Clement Simonin. What can you say about a man who did so little? <laughs> Not much, really. Um, D plus. <laughs> all right. I said C minus because I'm C-. nice. No, go with C minus. I, I, right. Two of us are right. It, it's not his fault that he didn't do anything. He was just injured. And I, yeah. you know, when he was there, I don't remember him being spectacular, but he wasn't a spectacular disaster as had, well. I feel no, he I had like one he, good match. Exactly. He had one good game and everyone was talking like, about him. Oh, he's him. here. Like, they yes. were right. Clemency and Amber. We what plucked him out of obscurity <laughs> and this will be our future mm. center back and then he got hurt. Yes. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. So. Mm. Fine. I'll bump him up to a C minus. Yeah, no, too late. The spirit. Too late. What? I did it last too week. Too late. Mm-hmm. In ink. Speaking of in ink. Sort of Frenchman. Are they loyal? I'm sort of Polishman. Polishman? Sure. Damian Perkis. D. Ouch. I gave him some um, minus. Was shit. Was kind of okay. Was shit. Was kind of okay. Um, I would be D minus, but I'll go with uh, just basically because of you know his price tag and the you know, the prestige and everything that came with him. I mean, this was how TFC won the off-season last year. It's, you know, not just about Javinko and Altidore, but they've also fixed the defence. You know, unilaterally, definitively fixed the defence by bringing in Demian Pekis. Um So, yeah, he did not live up to expectations or paycheck in any way. So, D-, minus, but I'll bump him up to D just because he pissed off Kurt Larson. <laughs> That's how you got your good rating, too. Yes. Exactly, That's true. From International Podcast Monthly. Yes. Sister magazine to International Tattoo Monthly. <laughs> they don't give out... Uh, no, they don't give out awards to uh, any monkey. Yeah. I went with a C-. minus. I thought he wow. he had a yeah, few okay matches in the, but just before he got injured. I thought maybe he was kind of finding his way a little bit. Just I a little bit. Crap teams. I'm talking about C-. Minus. You're making it sound like you gave him a fucking A. <laughs> C minus. four goals. He's not even getting out of high school with a C minus against Colorado, yeah. Chicago, and the other one, Philadelphia. I don't well, know. I thought he was on a the slightest of slight upswings. Sure, he's good for a larf. Mm. His website alone. Mm. I I judge him not just on the pitch, <laughs> okay, but off the pitch. What they bring? What they What they bring to the hashtag TFC family? <laughs> That's true. So C minus for me. Mm. And me as well, for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I could be talked into a D, D plus, but as much, he, he drove me crazy many, many, many times. And But the times when he was at least okay to good, it was like, all right, if you could just do this every game, which he could only do for short stretches, I realize. Uh, it wasn't the worst defender we had. Wouch. I talk about being the tallest midget with well, cocaine but that, that's in, in, in a way, like he wasn't the worst <laughs> center back we had. Still. I know. Jesus that's Christ. why he gets a C minus. <laughs> like, I have to give him yeah. the top grade. But basically. he was supposed to be the best one that we yeah, had. He was supposed true. to There's, be the yeah. one that, you know, dragged everything up with him. That's the takeaway. He was, he was to meant the to be the heir apparent. That is true. He was supposed he to was take over to be for the Caldwell. Caldwell apparent, and, and he was nowhere near. No. He's I think one game, two games where he was shouty and in charge, and that was great. But not really, because that was the strange thing about him. He became this guy with this uncontrollable temper sometimes, who was getting well, stupid I like fouls. He, I feel like he always had that, just kept mm-hmm. it under control better some games. The incredible French Polish Hulk. Yes. He was, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought that was a, a shortcoming in his game, that he got a few stupid fouls from being... Well, I meant shouty at the back line, not at other uh, players. Well, anyway. When he was shouty and in He charge. was brought here to be the heir apparent for the... Oh, and he's just they wanted Because they wanted to disappear Stephen Caldwell, uh-huh. and which they did, and... 
it obviously he's he's nowhere near being a leader in the back line. He's maybe I don't even think he is a number two guy back there. I don't think he's too clunky and error prone and way too expensive yes. in a cup yeah. league. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I did enjoy there were a few times where he would just go sort of gallivanting forward, yeah. and you know, no one would tackle him, so he'd just keep going, and then he'd pass it off, but then he'd just keep going anyway and like run it. So, hey, go on, this is fun. Yeah, um, you know, like a little French Polish Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's multinational. Yes, uh, but that didn't really happen all that often, and fun as it was, it was very rarely effective in any way, and he was shit. So. Well, let's. I, I stick with my D. Listen, let's get off overpriced fixes to the center back role that played okay, in France. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to Ahmed Kantari. Hey. Uh. Oh shit. <laughs> D. D minus. D as well. Hopeless with nothing to. D as well. D minus at a stretch. Just yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Seriously. Why? Mm. Why and why? Why did we spend like? What a waste of a fucking transfer window. It's Olivier Tabile, but he stayed. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Uh, well, we fixed the defense again. Yeah. Oh. Of course, the apologists will say, oh, he needs time to, you know, no. get, get used to the league. No, fuck you. No, no, you played in some pretty good league. Yeah. You know. This isn't rocket science. Yeah. So, as we said a couple of weeks ago, I think they've moved away from buying shit old players from England. They buy shit old players from France now. Hooray. Because it's fancy. Hooray. Oui, oui. continental. Yeah. Oui. And don't forget, Greg Vanny played there. Exactly. Mm. He knows He knows the league uh-huh. yeah. from uh-huh. they're, they're the like 90s. Something. <laughs> they're like reaching out to him to, to come here. Mm-hmm. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Mm, probably. Yeah. It's, it's, we have the European. We have, we have all of Europe covered now. Yeah. yeah. Vanny in France. Bradley in Italy. Bez just won't wear a tie. And just go wherever oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just Lederhosen. Trekking across <laughs> trekking across Europe like Nathaniel Hornblower. Aww. The one time that Tibes decided to try to change things up in the center back role and go get someone who wasn't from continental Europe, he grabbed New York City FC Outcast? Sure. Josh Williams. Hey yeah. Uh. Hey yeah, uh, Josh Williams. See? C. I just yeah. I um, a C. Yeah, I, I was going to go with a, a B. I feel that he was generally good. Um, I feel I would be very happy to see him back next year. Ideally, he would be uh, in a battle with Mark Bloom for the right back spot, and then also be like the guy who's third or fourth in line for a centre back spot, can fill in there in an emergency. Because I think if we're counting on him to be you know, a full-on regular starter as a centre-back, then we've been doomed before we start. We pretty much say this about one guy every year. True. And that yeah. player ends up playing the whole year. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Um, but yeah, he, he came in. He did better than I expected. Um, you know, you, you, it would be harsh to ask much more of him than, than what we got, I think. Fine. C+. Plus. It was a C plus from me, too. Um, I didn't hate him. He had, he, had some, yeah. he had some good games where I was like, I mean, I don't know what, it, what does it say, though, that he came in and looked okay. Is it that he was okay or that everyone else was so shit that anybody who was A little bit of column A and a lot of column B. Anybody, you know, anybody who came in and wasn't just calamity would have looked stable. I think for me, mm-hmm. and it's again, it's not his fault because he wasn't, he wasn't played as right back, but that was always my issue with him. He's not a right back. But he is! That's the thing! Audience, you're wrong. Try again. You get a right back, and you get a right back. But not you, TFC. Um, That was my whole thing. I was like, we have these center backs that you're not playing, but you're going to put all the square pegs into the round holes of right back, and Josh Williams is right there! Why? Why is he not just... Just a little bit, it'll be fine. Why yeah, can't Zavaleta yeah, play? He, he might have got a blood clot if he gets too far out there. Oh, is that mm. what it is? Maybe it's a medical science. Yeah. Props, props to that. Yeah. For half season without getting another blood clot. Yeah, well done. He gets well an award for that. Way to not clot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in for everybody. It's a blood thinner joke for you folks. All right, Wolfrey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of <laughs> Wolverine and Cumin, Ashton Morgan. Yay! Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Enigma wrapped in a riddle. The roller, the annual roller coaster that is Ashton that is Morgan's career. Who, go, who goes nasty left back to nasty left out? Usually yeah. multiple times in a season. Usually all in one season or for entire seasons at a time. I was I almost gave him a B. I was like mm, B minus, I think, solidly. I he played well enough or we just again had no right backs. Yeah. Um but because he got extended playing time for the first time in like a year and a half, <laughs> we actually got to see him play. And I actually thought he played fairly well. Not quite to He's that. He's a right back. He's a right back. <laughs> One dollar. One dollar. He's not <laughs> a right back. <sighs> Sorry, Ashton. You're just not a right back. Next contestant. Um, I don't know. I thought he had a good season for when he got to play. I don't think he did a lot wrong. I think he did fairly well. Got to see some flashes of the Morgan we saw two. Flashes. Ah, savior of the universe. Morgan's alive. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one left back. Um, I don't know. No shit. Right? <laughs> I was like, seriously, there's only allowed one. Yeah, I give him a C plus. I don't know if the inconsistency is on him or on some. It's been a lot of coaches now that he's kind of had this kind of year under. Where he flits in and out of the starting lineup. And he had a very good year disappears. under Paul Mariner. Yes. So, so did Eric Hasley. No, not, not really. Yeah, no, not, really. not really. That's Hasley true. Hasley was shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would go with the B- minus for Morgan. You know, he right. was out there. He was okay. Uh, that some stretch of games where he was left back. Morrow was at right back. That was probably the best defensively that TFC looked all season. So, you know, I'm still not entirely convinced Morgan's a great defender, but he played a part in the one little stretch when we had a good defense. Someone at this table has a solution for that. Mm. Put him in midfield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she almost got her wish this year. It I came know, close. He, he did. It yeah. happened yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was, that was against New York, was it, when we were pretty short man and he ended up on like the left Sorry, yeah. left midfield and kind of a marauding it wasn't terrible but it, it looked like a lot of confusion out there and it didn't quite fully work out that was a very cobbled together lineup that was his first attempt at midfield in a while come on mm. he's not <laughs> a midfielder he could be a midfielder yeah. <laughs> the crowd says no <laughs> the crowd yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the angry Englishman across yeah. from me says no <laughs> I don't know what position this guy plays, but it's Justin Morrow. <laughs> uh, he was probably our best right back of the season. Yeah! <laughs> but still, he's not a yeah. right back. <sighs> um, but yeah, you know, left back, he was decent as well. And uh, another you know, decent, good, solid uh, season from Justin Morrow, B+. Plus. A even for an A for me. Yeah, yeah, a for me. Yeah, a. yeah, absolutely. Totally. A. For being consistently Whoa. consistent. Yeah. Does what he you ask him to do and does it fairly calamity free. Yeah. I not too many guys on, on, on the FCs get through a season without just being head smackingly bad at some point. Yeah. Mm. And he never does. Nah, True. you know, he has everybody trips up now and again, sure. but but you don't look at him and say, oh, there's just tomorrow. No, it's just like, yeah, he'll go out there and do his job and do it pretty well. And He's a very reassuring name on a team sheet. He is. Yes. Whenever, exactly, those rare moments where he gets hurt or he goes down, it's just like, um. Yeah. No. 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 And no. Not allowed to be hurt. Not allowed to be out. You have to play because bad things will happen if you don't. As of. And he's one of the few players where I think that. Like, if he's out of the lineup, yeah. then. I literally am afraid. And there's a lot of players that we can shear off of this lineup most weeks that I am less worried about. But if Morrow's not playing, I get concerned. Because the defense is so shit. But I think he's, yeah, I gave him an A, absolutely. As of press time, mm-hmm. <laughs> press, <laughs> I don't think he's re-signed officially yet. Still, he's kind of in non-contract limbo. 
Actually, yeah, I don't know exactly what his status is, but mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely hear people talking about, oh, yeah, we need to be signing him. Yeah, because there was talk of that at the press yes. end of day press conference. The stuff. end of days press conference. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. The end of days. Yeah. End of season press conference. I think I as we said that after up. that, job number one, resign Justin Morrow, worry about the Everything other new else. defenders after. Exactly. Seems funny to build a defense against a non right back left back, but <laughs> hey. But who was somewhere. our best right back all season? Sorry, Jackson, but it's true. You should give this guy a C because his first name sure needs one. Eric Zavaleta. Hey. Funnily enough, that's what I gave him. Hey, you can spell his name properly now. So annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, I was better than I expected. Sure. You know, nepotism rules for once. Yeah, yeah. I'll have that. You know, wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. Made some stupid mistakes. Had some good games. Yeah, it's all not. Aver- you, can't, you can't choose your uncle. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it all averaged out. I'm happy to have him come back. I think there's potential there. I think he has to. Because he's living in the basement and doesn't want to go back to California. <laughs> well, Greg Vanny's sister slash brother, whoever he is. How how's that family reunion go? <laughs> so, <laughs> how's, how's your boy doing? Hey, smart guy. I see you cut Eric. <laughs> I uh, got some stuff out back we need to take a look at. You want to come with? Um, I will go with a uh, C plus for Zavaleta. I feel, uh, yeah, yeah, as mentioned, he came in, had a few games, did all right, better than you'd have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, maybe had one or two off games. Yeah, yeah, maybe not all that special, are you? And then, boom, he was out of the team and never seemed to get back for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay game. season. Yeah, I mean, kind of guy that you're fine having coming off the bench in a pinch. Sure. Playing in, you know, cup matches, that kind of thing. You could throw him up front as well. He's, he's oh. a bit of a forward as well as a... Uh, a why not? <laughs> our new, that's yeah, our new strike guy. force yeah. right there. Done. Yeah. Zavaleta and Hagland. <laughs> Together football. at last. <laughs> Are they a centre-back pairing? Are they a strike force? Yeah, Tune you in know, next week. You give him credit for picking a guy out of... Relative obscurity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was with Seattle, if I'm not saying it, was He it? was with Seattle. I don't know if he was anywhere in between. Mm. I think I feel like he was, but I don't know. It really doesn't matter, Kristen. You don't have to look it up. <coughs> no one's that interested. <laughs> oh. Wikipedia, here. You all have computers. You're listening to this. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and finally, the guy who you could give a C, but it would get taken away. <laughs> Stephen Caldwell. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Who I did indeed give a C because he deserves it. Yeah, you just gave it because you f- felt bad for him and kind of like him as a person. So I'm walking down the street the other day. Really? Yeah. yeah. Good story, eh? That was a great story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will go with, uh, well. I don't know. I feel like it should be N.A., but that uh, you know that goes against the idea we're here to judge. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce your judgment. Um, so based on his play, I would go with the C. Yeah. I think I vaguely, there's a couple of things I can really remember from his year. One was uh, in the opening game against Vancouver. He took out Warren Cravel with his flailing arms. I quite enjoyed that. Uh, then the second is just remembering a bunch of times Kakuda Mane running at a big Warren Creval-sized hole right at him and Creval not looking good. Um, but, you know, we won that game and then uh, you know, we lost the next one, I guess. Then he got injured and whatever. And, and uh, then we yeah. crashed out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. C for me too, mostly for history, but I'm a softie. Renowned. <laughs> Since when? But uh, as, as well, you know, see for his, his great work as a corporate ambassador. I mean, oh, yeah. you can see him at the, the, big, uh, the, the, the TFC flag unveiling at City Hall. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, it was yeah. raining hard that day. Yes, yes. Indoor flag <laughs> unveilings. <laughs> yeah. Can't yes. beat him. Here's a flag. We're just going to hold it up. We're not yeah. going to bother putting it on no, a pole. that would be silly. <laughs> that's practic- this, this isn't a long-term thing. So that's the equivalent of checking out your dry cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did this come out okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Look, no wrinkles. Hey, that's mm. not his fault, though. I, you know, a little he played, he played all right, and yeah, some of that's for history, but it's not his fault that they A, wanted him out, and B, underestimated what, how broken he probably was going into this season. Oh, who knows? Well, we'll say this, more of a captain than the captain. 100%. In my eyes, at least. Yeah. Yes. 
And even though they're not right backs, they're not <laughs> right backs. I think they could be. I was just thinking that. This could work. Yeah. We've That's had, our solution we've had right worse. <laughs> the back line of the back line, the goalkeepers. Let's start with Joey Joseph Jojo Bendik. Mm. Um, <laughs> I will go with to B minus. I don't feel like really. He, I don't feel like he was terrible by any means. I mean, he wasn't ooh, one of the best goalies in MLS or whatever Kurt Larson was talking him up as being. But he was okay. He wasn't the problem. Uh, then he got dropped. Not right. entirely sure why. Really, I think Joe Bendik would have pretty much given him every time like C plus. There you are, Joe. <laughs> So you're really at a B minus, but you're going to go C plus. That's a one mark difference, Tony. I actually gave him a C. Yeah, fair enough. I right? should have probably done that too, but I've stuck the C plus now. Mm. Not his fault. He lost his job. He got injured. He did. Um, but he is what he is. Ah, no, I'm kidding. Like what you said, he's 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 not a starter. He's too expensive to be a backup. I mean, he could be a starter. He's fine, but yeah. he's nothing special. He is neither the problem nor the solution. Indeed. Yes, he is tapioca. You know, <laughs> tight oh, he really shirt. is. Yeah, he's mm. tapioca with unfocused eyes. An ability to <laughs> read a monitor. Dude is wicked good at PSAs, though. <laughs> yes. If I stop drinking, it's gonna be mainly based Joe on Joe Bendick. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, yeah. Clean. Powerful, uh, how, uh, powerful stuff. How long are you uh, clean sober there, friend? Uh, when's the last game? It was a few minutes after that. <laughs> <laughs> and drink, the Bendik apparent, caveman keeper himself, the missing link, Chris Kanopka. B minus. Slightly better than Bendik. Yeah. Again, not not the answer. Played better than I expected him to. I admit, I have a soft spot he for is, this He's the answer to what happened after they left Africa. <laughs> uh, I will go with B- minus as well, similar to Bendik. Not, neither the solution nor the problem. Uh, as you say, better than expected, yes. Uh, and yeah. I think better than Bendik, or at least better for He's got for a good beard. You know, yeah. the, 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 B for beard, minus for the rest of it. The beer drinking thing, yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. Sure. You know, I, but you know, yeah. like a friendly Steve Austin. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's it. They're pretty much the same dude for different reasons. Mm. Neither th- neither of them are terrible or great. And I don't know, Kanapka has a bit more of a personality. Sure, and a lower paycheck. Yeah, exactly. well, that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal, and that's yes. the reason why they're going to have to make a decision. Barring calamity to a starting keeper, which seems to happen to TFC a lot in preseason, but yeah, you gotta go with Kanopka if you're if you're going with those two. Mm-hmm. You you jettison Bendik and use the money elsewhere with Bono and uh, Roberts in reserve. Yeah, and just don't give Kanopka a raise to the point where exactly. now he's too expensive. Exactly. Let's pay him more than Stefan Fry. Yes, yeah. ooh, Fry's on well. too much, so we'll get rid of him and go with Bendik and pay Bendik more than Fry. What yes. could go wrong? Um, so, yeah, don't get rid of Bendik and then pay Kanopka too much. Give Kanopka enough to be able to rent his own place. Yes. Not enough to get a mortgage. Sound financial advice. Yes. For TFC. They're not listening. <laughs> Do they ever? And finally, one last note as Michael Bradley speaks to Italians. Woo-hoo. Michael Bradley would gladly return to Europe. Also for a few months on trial, if the opportunity presented itself. Michael Bradley probably meant on loan, but Michael Bradley's native tongue is manly American. Ciao tutti from me, Michael Bradley. Vaffangulo. Oh! Che cosa? (laughs) That's Jovinko talk. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Did we? Did we rock you? No? Fine. Well, another show bites the dust, and that is all for another Vocal Minority Podcast. It's a goodbye from the great Albanian pretender on the whole internet. She's Casey Knowles. At, she's at Casey Knowles. She's Kristen Knowles on the rest of the internet. That's true. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hmm. That's right. A guy who has been to Barcelona... <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know, it's I a it. stretch reference. I get it. He has... He was the man that goes by Duncan at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I want to ride my bicycle. Be my guest. 
And I, the love of my life, at MalarkeyFC on the Twitter, I was Tony Walsh saying, I'm Michael Bradley. Get used to it, Michael Bradley. He liked to hire dwarves to offer bowls of cocaine to guests. I like now that it's not just trays of cocaine, now it's bowls of cocaine. Loompa, loompa, do it, do Freddy, there's a Oompa Loompa dead in your toilet. <laughs> he was voted King of the Hard Men in a gay magazine. On one occasion, he snorted coke on a Concord flight to New York, claiming mm. that he discovered the drugs in his bag and would be sure to be busted if a customs official found them. Good call, Freddy. <laughs> He's Ooh. just trying to, like... This will look bad in New York. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Freddy didn't need the plane. He was so high on drugs, he could have flown the Atlantic by himself. With Phil Collins on his back. <laughs> Drumming away. The search for bigger and more bizarre thrills continued with Freddy's love of parties. Once he installed naked lift attendants at a hotel where he was partying. At another, the entertainment was provided by naked muddle wrestlers. Like to hire dwarves to offer bullet cocaine, I guess. The main attraction at one party was a naked woman cavorting in a bath filled with raw liver. Mmm. Mmm. I know if I'm going to cavort in a bathtub that I want it to be filled with raw liver. Yes. That's like right on the top of my list, yeah. Crazy little thing called liver. (laughs) Um, This is what editing's for. (laughs) Well, Duncan comes up with an answer. Anyone have any other potential answers I could uh, just steal blatantly? That's not helping. Winner of uh, Damian Perkis, man of many website pages. It no longer says human loyal and shit on his website. What? Yeah, I was on it. What? Yeah. What? There's a lot more pictures now, though. (laughs) We'll take this short break while Kristen and Duncan look at Damian Perkis's website. We'll be right back. How is that allowed to happen? Oh my god. It's so boring now. Someone's been listening to our show. I'd be mocked. I fire my PR person. I am so sad. Oh, but we still have oh, the rain wall. His came up. Human Fifth Loyal. Oh, there it is. Wait, 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 wait. Hold right, on. Right on the front page before you enter. Oh. But I'm already... Maybe I didn't... Maybe uh, maybe it's a, a like a flash thing or something. Mm. Huh. Anyway, so, enter. I'm going to have to do that part again then. Yes. Yes, you are. You are uh, quite the fearmonger. <laughs> <laughs> he is human after all. How the, dare you? The irrational fearmonger. All right. Uh, Let's start again. Fun. Yes. Anyway, he is still human, faithful, loyal. That's the important thing. It is. To take that really is the important thing. Breaking news, everyone. <laughs> still human, faithful, and loyal. Our next gentleman caller is. The French polisher himself. Hello. Damien Perkis. 